Hello, babies. Boys, welcome to the show. Richard, William. Thanks. Thanks for having us. Yeah, of course. You're always welcome here. Especially uh, on the Queen's time, which we're especially when he's going to be on his phone the whole fucking time tonight. The whole fucking fucking email. Jesus. The whole time. Look, the game's (laughs) behind me, Bill. I'll, I'll move over once in a while. Once in a while, so you can catch the Red Sox. Uh, before then, let us get to our opening takes. I'll start. Bullpen baseball fucking blows. Hashtag baseball's dead to me has been in f- full and flame since last year's 2020 debacle when they couldn't get the season started July 4th because of money and ever before then because they've been killing their sport. But the statistics that are coming out now about playoff baseball, I sent you that article today. It was an hour and a half when the game was you know, started in 1908. The playoff baseball has now moved to three hours and 38 minutes with all of the pitching changes. And outside of just the time of game, which I can kind of be okay with in the playoffs, to be honest with you, I've mentioned this on previous shows, just the robotic nature in which these managers are plugging in relievers every inning to two innings and starters can't go past five innings at most you were not even seeing starters get to the third inning sometimes in these, in these playoff games, it's just infuriating. It, it's not that it doesn't work. Clearly it works. It's just not a fucking good product. It's not fun to watch. It's boring and dumb. And just, it, there, I, there's nothing to really sink your teeth into. It's like, ooh, Hansel Robles is coming in. Why do I give a fuck about Hansel Robles? I don't. Yeah, Dodgers use eight pitchers in a nine-inning game. They need to do something. You're, you're, the game's dying. The nerds are killing it. Limit pitching changes. Limit to four. Every sport has changed their rule to benefit the product. Football does it every single season. They change the rules. NBA has illegal defense. Um, uh, hockey changes the rules like drastically every couple. Yeah, they got of rid of they got rid of the um, center ice two line passing. Yep. Open, they, really and they changed the, the they changed the fucking review on the on the uh, offside rule because it yep. was stupid and enough people bitched about it. People have been bitching about baseball for thirty years. So that's my opening take. As we watch a lot of playoff baseball here at the Red Sox, in it this bullpen game bullshit is pissing me off. And Chris Sale's throwing a nice game tonight, and so is uh, uh, we got a perfect game going on for um, what's his name um, Framber yeah. over there. Framber Valdez, yeah. So let's see how long they let those guys go. Imagine pulling Valdez with a perfect game in the fifth. <laughs> and the next batter fucking dinger. Yeah, and sales kind of rolling. I mean, Take the only that, nerds. that home run he gave up. I mean, that was good pitch. way outside. It was a good pitch. And, it's and a Fenway home that, run. Yeah, Jordan just got a hold of it. Uh, so going that's, off my, uh, that's my opening take. I forget what you guys are. Uh, anyone else going uh, baseball, Bill? Yeah, um, Diaz last night should not have been behind the plate in a championship game. And especially a, a big game like that. I mean, he's ranked 96th out of 99 umpires in accuracy and 88 out of 90, 99 for consistency. I mean, that you're in the bottom 4% of umpires right now for accuracy. You missed 21 balls and strikes. I didn't necessarily object to him missing so many. It was pretty even. It was 12 to 11 uh, in the favor of the Red Sox. But I mean, it's still, you're missing 21 pitches that's, you know, it, I don't think it cost him the game, but it had a lot to do with it. And a guy like that should not be behind the plate in a big game. There's six other umpires on that, on that field. He should not get one game. There should no be no reason he's even on the field right now when you're ranked 96 and 88 out of 99 fucking umpires. 
Yeah, there's no merit base there, that's for sure. And uh, the biggest misses were against the Red Sox, even though it was even across the board. The third inning strikeout call on J.D. Martinez, that was not even close. And then obviously the big one in the ninth inning with um, Evaldi, who I, which I had less of a problem with, honestly. That pitch was close. We'll it talk was a about one, it, two, but... one, two pitch, at least come back. <clears throat> yeah. Um, uh, Raymond, uh, you want to switch gears a little bit for your opening take? Yes, please. Uh, mine is the Celtics take uh, tonight. The games begin for the Celtics. I was on the fire Brad train for a very long time. And now it's I may Aduko's turn to take reins of this team. And let's see if the whole fire Brad thing is going to pay off for us. Uh, obviously he's already put Marcus smart in his place, which I absolutely love. He's a no bullshit kind of coach. And that's a big step up from that G Willikers coach that we had last year and Brad Stevens. So a whole new era begins tonight. We'll see. Grant Williams is starting, so it might be the same old bullshit. Well, it's because Josh Richardson's out, and who's the other? Who's out? Uh-huh. Horford, uh-huh. Horford's, Horford's out. out. Yeah. yeah, sure. Okay, we'll see. Uh, we'll talk about, obviously, the Sox dropping game three. We got game four going on behind us. Uh, Celtics opening night. And also, Patriots-Jets. This is what happens, Bill. Bill Belichick. When you suck, you get fourth on the docket on a Wednesday show in Red Sox playoff baseball. Uh, you get fourth on the docket. Stop sucking, Patriots. Thanks a lot, Patriots. Thanks a lot, Patriots. Uh, other than that, welcome to the Simple Mind Sports Show Friday headlines, October 22nd. Uh, welcome to the show. As always, our show is brought to you by <laughs> White Birch Brewing. We're recording on Wednesday. The show is two days from now. I do not think. I, I, get think. The, I get the dates wrong quite often, but I can, I do it in my head. The numbers just don't add up. Uh, what always adds up is White Birch Brewing in Nashville, New Hampshire, the best craft brewing in New Hampshire. Ray, address, please. 460 Amherst Street. The good side of Amherst Street. Get on down to the brewery, check out uh, their flights, get their pints, get their newest uh, October beers. It is a good time for drinking beer. It's the best time to get on down to the brewery and do it, especially when they got flat screen TV and football season. Saturday, Sunday, it's all yours. Get on down there. If you can't, then uh, get it at your local beer store, wherever you get it. Tell them the Simple Minds boys sent you white birch brewing. Uh, Sox drop game three or no, sorry, game uh, uh, four, four. nine to two in the ninth. Uh, Like you said, Bill, Laz Diaz uh, was the story or one of the stories coming out of that, uh, out of that game. Obviously going to the ninth inning tied two, two. Um, Ivaldi is brought in after warming up. I think they probably wanted him for a closing situation, but yeah, you can get him for two innings there at least. Um, <clears throat> gets a gets two men on base, a one two count. Uh, looks like the strike to get out of the inning. It's called a ball, gives up the double to give up the uh, go ahead run, and then which is not getting enough play in my opinion. Cora sends out Martin Perez for the Where's whole that, fucking thing to implode. Felt like another throwaway moment from Cora. Like, what's that? I don't know. Take it wherever you want from that game. Uh, that was my biggest second guess, honestly, was Martin Perez. Other than that, you know, maybe pulling Pavetta. Looked like he had just gotten rolling. He kind of, not butchered, but uh, pushed his hey, way he- through those first couple innings. He wasn't as sharp as he was the last couple times we saw him. But by the time he got to the end of the fifth, he was. He looked pretty dialed in. I would have sent him back out there. Obviously, the nerds say no. Technically, you could say it didn't hurt him, but I don't know. Whitlock gave up the one solo shot. He looked pretty sharp. If you can use him in the ninth instead of Evaldi, I don't know. I just don't like bullpen baseball, like I said at the top. 
So I take it to you. What are the second guesses in a nine to two loss? My first one is Martin Perez. Put some, let Evaldi close that inning and go into the bottom of the ninth down one instead of down seven. No, my biggest second guess is Pavetta coming out and you had ramifications a la Martin Perez pitching in the ninth. You went to Josh Taylor in the sixth inning where you had Pavetta rolling. He only had 65 pitchers or 64 to be exact. There should have been, he, you know, the third time through the order, this is when you're starting going to the bullpen. But at that point in time, you have Pavetta rolling. Let him go out for the sixth. You had Ottavino behind Josh Taylor. Have Ottavino ready instead of Josh Taylor if there's a problem. You you brought Taylor in to face the lefties. You didn't want Pavetta to face the lefties there to start the sixth. I believe is the heart of the lineup coming in. So you didn't really want to, especially Kyle Tucker, who's been, you know, he had a big fucking three-run jack in game three. You know, so you, that's why you bring him in. But he got two batters and gave up a hit, and you have to go to Ottavino. I mean, if you think if you get Pavetta one more inning, you're using jo- Josh Taylor in the ninth if it comes to that, or you're using him in the seventh or the eighth instead of going to Whitlock for two. I think, Rich, you and I were going back and forth. I wanted Whitlock for two and Evaldi. It's set up that way. But Whitlock, it's kind of – he's been shaky as late. He gave up a couple big hits in the Tampa series, and then obviously last night he, he tied it to Atuve a fucking – first pitch fastball right down the middle and he cranked it out Altuve 21 home runs career in the playoffs in 72 games. I mean, that guy hits fucking big, big home runs. And that's, that's my second guess where you could have had Josh Taylor, who's been pretty filthy on lefties this year. And instead you get, you get stuck with Martin Perez. And it even goes back to the fucking roster. Say what you want about Austin Davis, but another lefty that I would probably trust more than Martin Perez. And you decided you want sour Mora and Darwinson Hernandez on the roster. And instead of going Matt Barnes in Austin Davis, that's another lefty that you need it in the bullpen that better coming in than Martin Perez has shown, especially when he hasn't pitched a lot in the last. Yeah. Since let's the be end honest. Of the season. Martin Perez has been useless since June. Yeah. Let's, I mean, let's yep. be honest about it. He, he's really been useless and he talked me into it. Um, I was trying to not trying to bury my lead a little bit and not sound uh, you know, too over the board with it, but yeah, you know, taking Pavetta out there, 65 pitches. I mean, come on, come on. Like and in the in the greater point of well you the lineup sees you for the third time, how did he look against the lineup the first time through? Not that great. So I text you, he was shaky. What's I'm the like, oh, fucking great. difference? Like, isn't that the opposite way of thinking? Like the lineups already seen him twice and they looked okay against them and he looked a little shaky against them. But by the you know by the uh, fifth he's inning, he's dialed in now. He's got it going now. He's figured it out against this lineup. Like that's just. It's too narrow-minded from the computer analytical aspect in that situation. And I think they've done it twice in this series. Evaldi game two, he came out early. Obviously, they had the big lead, uh, but they did it against the Rays series when Evaldi pitched. He pitched. He came out early in the fifth when I thought he should have kept going against the Rays. Uh, it's a better example than um, when Evaldi came out against the Astros. But, yeah, you're right, Bill. Um, it, that's how dare us think about baseball in an old school fashion that the longer your starter goes, the more options you have in the bullpen to close the game. But that's the idea there. Basically. What's Raymond? the stat they, what's the stat they have right now is that there's only through the whole playoffs, three pitchers that are gone uh, plus seven innings or something like that. There's one pitcher in the playoffs. And it's a Bill, giants help me pitcher, out right? with the redhead on the giants. giants right? yeah. Web web web. He's the only He's the pitcher only to one. go six plus in the playoffs this he year. He did it twice or something like that. He might have done it twice. The, I think the stat was this on Felgram Ads. I think I heard it too. The stat was uh, this year 21% of starters are going six 
plus in the regular season where two years ago it was 35 and eight years ago it was 60 plus. So yeah. the drastic decline of the nerds taking over is evident and mostly in this playoffs with only one guy, one starter has gone six innings or more. Well, look, think it. You just have these guys throw their arms out. Like just say what you want about it working. It just sucks to watch. It's boring. Well, just think, Rich. I think you you brought up thirteen or fourteen complete games this year in the majors. Seven were no seven were no hitters, and one was a seven inning no hitter. But Bumgarner versus the Braves. That was a complete game. Think about that. Other than that, this is a joke. Like I, I, I'll reference this again. Tampa Bay has led the league since 2018 with bullpen usage at 56% of their innings coming from bullpens. They carry two starters. These guys on their, on their ALDR roster. $30 million a year to go five innings. That's he's at 70, he's at 79 pitches right now. I think he's coming out because Renfro just double uh, grounded the double play down the inning. So I'm, I'm assuming you're going to bring sale out right now for the sixth. We'll see. This will be big live breaking news. Uh, Bill, you pay attention to that as we move on to the uh, to the next point here, uh, which for me is the lineup. It went cold. Um, you were 0 for 9 with runners in scoring position. A lot of that with two outs, I'll grant you. But still, um, you had... Sales back. Six. He's back in. Okay. Yep. Well, thank wow. God. Wow. <laughs> I guess we're going to get paid $30 million. They uh, They make you go pitch an extra couple. Oh, so wait. The, the guy that just came off a Tommy John surgery is going longer than any other pitcher in this playoffs right now for the Red Sox? Can I, he's look, can, can he's I look good. push back on this again on the Tommy John surgery stuff and the and the number of pitches? To, that's, not, that's not historically how Tommy John um, patients have struggled. They've struggled with command and over the long haul fatigue, which we've seen from Chris sale. So I get it in August. You don't want him throwing 115 pitches and back-to-back starts, but right now him going out there and throwing hundred pitches tonight, he's not going to blow his arm out. Like this oh, idea say that, that- I'm, I'm just saying, it's funny that, you know, Pavetta, you took him out after the fifth, you know, you got Evaldi, you took him out after just dominating in uh, game two. But now yeah, we have Chris no. Sale, who is coming off of Tommy John, that we we're all, oh, we got to nurse him back. We got to do all this and let him fucking, he's going the longest distance now for any. Yeah, Sox and more so. Well, Evaldi made funny. Month, so like, That's what I think is funny. Evaldi made it a five and a third. I wouldn't be surprised if Sale's there. He's pitching uh, seven, eight, nine hitters. You know, so I think, I believe he got two lefties. That's why you're going to bring him out for the six. Again, he's looked good. He, yeah, it has he's nothing made, to do with Chris Sale. It has to do ex- with. Yeah, it's the uh, nerds. He's made one mistake and it wasn't even a mistake. Again, I mean, even, Alvarez took that out opposite field. Chorus said that about uh, about the Danny Santana pinch hit. He said it was less about Danny Santana and more about the guy in the mound, which I just think is so fucking ass backwards, especially in the playoffs. It's ridiculous. So we've we've butchered that to death. Um, Why don't we cold lineup? Looks like it's cold tonight. That's a problem. Yeah, the Red Sox just got their first hit. They had two base runners. Valdez took nine pitches to get out of the fifth inning. Uh, six four three double play by Renfro, and then Verdugo grounded out to, with a runner on. Again, I mean, you talk about what were they? Zero for ten, zero for eleven, oh, I believe in in running his runners and scorers position oh, yesterday. Oh, they had they had runners on base eight out of the nine innings last night. The only runners they didn't have on was the ninth inning when they went one two three. 
They they had every opportunity to score some runs, and they were not coming up with big big hits. It looks like I, I don't know if that had a lot to do with Diaz yesterday because that strike zone was very inconsistent and very large. They were swinging at some bad pitches, but it looks like right now Houston, Javier came in, pitched four innings out of the bullpen last night and completely and utterly shut, shut the Red Sox down. And he was giving up base runner walks, all that. They just didn't make him pay, which you saw in game two and game three where you're giving up walks. You had an error from Altuve to le- that led to a grand slam from Schwarber. You didn't see it. You didn't see any timely hitting and er, no urgency. And again, I don't want to, you know, you talk about Erod coming out after the game three with the fucking wrist thing, Cora screaming at him. You don't want to say it gave him, you know, kind of woke him up, but you, you put up a nine spot or the seven spot in the ninth inning. I mean, that, that game's close. There's, there's a lot of second guessing that I could do with Alice Cora in this game too. Late sixth inning, I believe. It was a runner on first, no outs. You know, bunt him over with Vasquez up on base. I thought that was a mistake with a one-run lead. And again, just the way you handled your bullpen. Josh Taylor should not have been pitching in the sixth inning. You needed to say the lefty, the only good lefty you have on your team for later in the game. Oh, totally agree. I mean, that's uh, that's all it is, is second-guessing with this team on that game last night, you know. You had a 2-1 lead into the eighth, right? That's when they tied it up in the eighth inning. First yeah. pitch. It just sucks. It just sucks with the second guessing of this team. I mean, we could, <clears throat> the other side of it is you could say, you know, the Astros are a good team for a reason and they beat you. Um, you know, nice. Like you said, have a really nice performance out of the bullpen. He was, he was, wasn't pitching bad, you know, he wasn't pitching bad. So they beat you. Uh, looking forward to tonight now with this game in the, uh, what are we in the sixth? Sixth inning, one run, one, nothing Houston. One nothing, uh, Houston. It's gonna be tight. It's gonna be a. It's gonna be a tight game all the way to the end. So you got to be able to come up with clutch and late. That's what it's gonna and come I, down to. And you have you to wanna, win because if you yeah. go down three two and got to go back to Houston, it's over. Mm-hmm. And you want to talk about something? You chase Granky after two innings, two run homer by uh, Bogarts, and that was it. You think you're chasing another starter who didn't get nine outs for Major League Baseball record five straight games or four straight games? They didn't get nine outs. Valdez is the first guy to do it for Houston. And you chase Granky and then get completely and utterly shut down by Javier and then the rest of the bullpen. Like it's just Chris yeah. Walk of Altuve. Fuck it. Felt so, like I mean, they uh, felt like, like they took their it, foot off the he gas. Does it, he does it like full sentence. Like he has a point on fucking sale blocked Altuve. He's got half a Rain Man brain on the game and half on us. Um, but when it's baseball, he can he can pull it off. Oh, well, yeah, he'll we'll have to bring Celtics, more than you two His eyes will go fucking white, like rated. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I have not really followed the Celtics outside of the headlines we've seen. Well, that's the a preseason NBA. Who fucking yeah, follows the NBA until January? Um, speaking of that, let's talk about the Celtics opening <laughs> night. <laughs> no, any final thoughts on the Sox here? Do we all agree if they lose tonight, it's over? If you got to go back, uh, does Evaldi? Uh-oh. Nothing good. No, I th- I don't I don't know. It's first and third. No, no, no out. Um, I honestly I think if they lose, they're they're over. I don't trust their urgency to win on the road. Like winning game two on the road, yeah, it was nice. He put up a big big number there when you chase Garcia. But you know, I just you're seeing it now, and you play better than you have in years at home, and now you're potentially going to lose two in a row at home. And now you're on the ropes in Houston. I don't think they have, I don't think they can pitch their way into it. I mean, I don't trust the bullpen right now. Whitlock, no, you got to slug again. your way out of it. You got to hope that your lineup picks up. And at that first to third there, as we're watching Kyle Schwarber just drop the ball on first base. So I can do uh, that. And for anybody that that's an area, this goes back to the deadline talk and I'm not going to shit on Kyle Schwarber. He's been huge for them. His bad. I think he's hurt. Bad. I think he got hurt yesterday too. <clears throat> that hamstring when he on that bad swing. 
Yeah. They well, said it was a this because he was trying to, he was going to try and catch it and throw a third, but so he just took his, his uh, bind off it and his eye off it. There's been enough plays for, with Kyle Schwarber at first base that that's one that's a, that should be an out. It, there's a big difference between one out and no outs with men on first and third. So, um, you know, the deadline acquisition, nah, it's, it's not a win. It's still not a win. Okay. Especially if Kyle no decision. another one of those blurbs. And this, again, this is why I hate baseball. You just saw bunt by Brantley behind Altuve. And then you see fucking there's Altuve makes it a third because there's no one covering third because you have a fucking shift to the left side. This is what's ruining baseball. You should have a runner on first and second there instead of second, uh, third, first and third, because you have zero. He went first, first to third on a fucking bunt to the left side. This is again, the overshifting, the bullpen work, all that shit. And this is why baseball is fucking dying. Yeah. There's a lot, there's a lot Ron, that needs to be corrected. Um, okay. Well, Hey, uh, prayers up for the Red Sox tonight. Let's see. Let's see. Let's hope. Second, let's see if they can pull it out. Third, and you know what? Out. Little golf clap, little golf up for Chris sale, because a lot of people didn't think that he could get past the third and he pitched a good game tonight. So, Oh, yeah. I can't wait for this. Cause if he gives up a Jack here to Alvarez to make it fucking four to one, four to nothing, it's you should have pulled sale after five. You, why didn't you follow what you've been doing? Blah, 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 blah. This is the shit. It's just like, I don't There's know. There's a double, so. Oh, no, foul ball. Ooh, thank God. <laughs> uh, okay, you can tell we're on edge a little bit and a little bit distracted. So if you're on edge a little bit distracted, why don't you try Back to Basics uh, CBD down in Rhode Island. Go to backtobasicsllc.com. You don't have to go to all the way to Rhode Island to get it. You just get it on the internet like everything oh, else. Oh, that wasn't a foul ball. It's yeah. 3 nothing. Was it a home run? No, he hit a double. Oh, it was a ground rule. I just saw. I just saw um, Verdugo stop going after the ball. Oh no, it was two run double. Alvarez now three for three. He's done all the damage against Sale. So we're should have taken need... him out. Should have fucking taken him out. God damn it! <laughs> should have listened to the nerds. We're definitely going to need a little bit of Doctor Tom's remedy tonight. Uh, dial it up, Pam Aaron Ray. Order us some uh, some happy juice from uh, Back to Basics LLC and if you do, you get a private He's personalized done. email from Dr. Tom himself uh, to uh, talk about your CBD and medical marijuana needs and wants and education. Number one educator on this stuff in New England. So, uh, again, go to backtobasicsllc.com. That's B-A-K, the number two, basicsllc.com. All right, but why don't you wall away in your, uh, in your socks, woes, as Ray and I talk a little Celtics here. Uh, opening night in New York, uh, Kemba Walker with the Knicks. Uh, they'll be facing him again. Nothing but good things to say from X uh, for the Celtics about the ex Celtic Kemba Walker. Uh, but tonight, no falls off with COVID and no Josh Richardson with a migraine. Um, Josh Pussy. Richardson kind of digging himself a hole here. In, in is Celtics. it a migraine or is he not vaccinated? Well, this whole anti-vax thing from Josh Richardson might start rearing its head earlier than I think he. Ha- I think he has to be vaccinated, doesn't he? Because they play in Boston. No, that's not a mandate. Because are they you playing have to in sh- Boston or are they playing in New York? In New York, they're playing in New York tonight. You have to be vaccinated to play in New York. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, he got a migraine today. That's a Ooh, nice. That's good. That's a, there, right that's a good point. Get a life loser. I didn't know he wasn't vaccinated. I thought the whole team was. Uh, oh, no, he's Team I'm Kyrie, baby. He's team pretty Kyrie. sure. No, they said that they're, the Celtics were one of the teams that were f- definitely not fully vaccinated and actually one of the lesser vaccinated um, teams. Mm-hmm. In the oh, league. just like the Red Sox. Must be a Boston thing. 
I don't know what the fuck is going on with Boston sports teams in their vaccinations. Isaiah Wynn wasn't vaccinated on the Patriots and he missed almost two weeks. Yeah. Um, it, anyway, whatever. We don't have to get on the Vax talk, but I, uh, I like the conspiracy there, Ray. Um, Cause I was going to say, look, as a guy new to Boston, hasn't played a game yet. Do not tell the fans that's a migraine. They're just going to call him a pussy and hate him for the rest of the year. Look, tell me straight the hammy or something. Come up with something other than a fucking headache. Because yeah. even though anyone who's had like a serious migraine, it is fucking debilitating. But you don't get away with it in the media. Like, no. you're going to sit out because you have a headache, you pussy. Pussy. and Tomlinson. Mm-mm. Maybe he's on his period. <laughs> there you go. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Take some Midol, uh, baby. Pop that shit in. You'll be fine. Raymond, let's, yes, uh, what, what are you looking for this year? I gave you my key uh, points here. Tell me what you agree or disagree with. If you have anything else, uh, number one thing I want to see is consistency in offense. Watching this team play offense the last couple of years has been infuriating, absolutely mm-hmm. infuriating to watch last year was due to the lack of talent years past was due to the lack of clutch and late, um, and just lack of really cohesive Experience. ball movement and just real basketball. And what I would really like to see, RIP, uh, Tommy Heinsohn, is run, 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 run. They got guys that can get up and down the court. Dennis Schroeder, uh, Time Lord, Jalen Brown. These guys can run, like, yeah. and they're young. So run guys out of the fucking gym. And if Jason Tatum needs to take 45 seconds to set up his step back three pointer, then let him ISO on on his on his half court stuff. Every oh, he's play. he's Every very play, he's though. he's very motivated this year from the snub last year that basically cost him thirty million dollars or whatever the fuck it was. <laughs> I'm sh- I'm sure he is, and you know he's gonna want to improve that uh, free free throw percentage, which hopefully he does. Uh, speaking of that, thanks for the uh, segue, Bill. Uh, the Jays need to establish us as leaders on the court. I don't know what it looks like off the court. We can, we're not going to be able to tell unless Marcus Mark is traded. But on the court, I don't want I, – I like, you'll see it. You'll know it when you see it. You understand what I'm trying to say? If mm-hmm. they establish themselves as the guys on this team, you'll know it when you see it. And that means uh, coming up big in late situations, calling guys out, you know, demanding the ball, playing defense. You'll just know it when you see it. And I don't think – We've totally gotten that from these guys in the past couple of years, but this is the year they need to make that step. You seem some glimmer of hope with these guys, you know, that one monster month for Jason Tatum, you know, and all that stuff. But you want to see that consistently throughout all 82 games this year. I don't think you're going to get it out of Tatum truthfully. And I don't know. I just mentioned the snub of last year, the all NBA that cost him some money to me. That looks like a selfish player. You harped on it for half the fucking summer that you, you got snubbed and you cost money. hundred percent of that league selfish players. I don't care. And look at the true selfish guys aren't real leaders. Say what you want about LeBron builds the team. He's still a fucking leader on, you know what I mean? Like the superstars are leaders. And right now, Jason Tatum is not trending in that direction to me. I think Jalen Brown seems to be a more better leader than, Good English there by me. Yeah, great better, English. Grammar better. group, do you approve? <laughs> hey. Uh, no, he seems like he's a better leader than Tatum just from the, the stuff you hear off the court the, with the whole movement they had last year, f- driving down to his home city, all that other stuff. He just seems to me he does more for the community and more things with the team than I see Jason Tatum does. I mean, he's rock. Jason Tatum's rocking a fucking Kobe Bryant jersey. I believe today walking into New York is like, I just don't like it. I, I just – I. And I said he was a superstar before you guys. You guys were always budding superstar. I backed off that take based off his play last year, but I think Rich the play 100% now. No, I, I think I the play you, is there. I think the play is there, but the leadership qualities out of Jason Tatum are not there. And I, that's what you need to see. 
your point is taken. I think Jason Tatum can be the best player on a team. It's going to take him a little bit longer yet to really to learn how to be. I don't mean to sound corny, but the, a man and how to communicate and do those type of things and in quote unquote lead. I think we saw it out of Kevin Durant, you know, say what you want on, on the Olympic team and the struggles that they had, but they went and got gold and Kevin Durant fucking dragged them there. And, and the, what Kevin Durant did with the nets, uh, a shoe size away from beating the bucks who ended up winning the championship. I mean, I've been hard on Kevin Durant and Sandy chased. I think that move to golden state was a, one of the biggest pussy, pussy moves in the NBA history. But he's growing on me for, in terms of a competitor and a leader, and he's he thirty three. He, he kicked Kyrie Irving off the net. That's why he's growing on you. How? Well, I mean, that's not fucking have... bullshit, people. Here. Look, look, you're if you're. I mean, that's a perfect. Kyrie, that's a perfect Kyrie. reason to pull him back in. Two just enemies is my friend. What's that fucking saying? Either way, shut up, Ray. I'm just saying. J, if Jason the enemy Tim's... of was it the enemy of my my enemy is my friend. The enemy of my enemy is my friend. There it is. Thanks, you, Bill. And Bill died. Shut, Bill, uh, Bill died. Someone, someone homer. Uh, four nothing, uh, Astros. So, uh, second and third, two outs off your boy, Bavetta. No, the other one, Evaldi? Ryan Razier. Oh, God, I hate that guy. He's in the <laughs> he's in the Kyrie boat for no reason whatsoever. Anyway, Jesus Christ, I understand what you're saying, Bill. Uh, but on the court, I do think that. And through the preseason, I may have to back off this take, but I just thought Jason Tatum would take a leap on the court in terms of his play, his offensive play, and um, and be able to lead just by, you know, what he does on the court. We'll see. That's what Can I expect. Can Duke be the leader without a player? Like you look at Brad Stevens, he was a rah no, rah blah blah no, blah. No, okay, just that's ask you. Don't have do to fucking yell. No, that's what I'm saying. Like Brad Stevens wasn't the guy to do it because the players didn't respect him. Now they got a guy you've seen the longest tenured Celtic. Whoever one should be the captain. They fucking they bench his ass, suspend him, sends a message right away. Could he be the leader without if Jason no. Tatum doesn't ascend to that position? There's a problem with the Boston Celtics organization. They make their coaches uh, too big. They make them out to be too big than they actually are. Dark Doc Rivers. What has he done since he left Boston? That wasn't Doc Rivers. Fucking championship. I like what he's doing against Philip for that Simmons, though. (laughs) We'll get there. If we can ever fucking get through this segment, we'll get there. The last things I want to see from the Celtics team, which I think this one's guaranteed, we're going to see good defense. There's your uh, Ime Udoka uh, contribution. He's going to make these guys play defense. I have one. I have one. Okay, well, let me finish Uh, these two and then you can go. I want to see a jump from Robert Williams, uh, a jump in play, and I want to see a jump from Aaron Neesmith, who apparently in practice just broke the Celtics records for most three-pointers made without missing two in a row. He's starting tonight, isn't he? 700 in a row or something like that. He's starting, right? Smart's on the bench, or is he starting now that Richardson's not? I don't know what the starting lineup is. No, he's not starting. It's Smart, Jalen, Tatum, uh, Grant Williams, and Robert Williams. I hate Grant Williams. And Marcus Smart honestly wasn't supposed to start until the migraine. So someone got his period heavy flow at noontime today. Now he's out. I, okay. Here's another thing I'd like to see. I'd like to see Marcus Smart be put in his goddamn place. And on that bench, I'd like to see Dennis Schroeder in the starting lineup with Al Horford. I think that's your best starting line. I mean, who are we to say? But at the beginning of the season, if it's Schroeder, uh, Josh Richardson, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, and Al Horford, I like that starting lineup. You got defense, creativity, offense, um, I like that starting lineup. I like Schroeder a lot starting because he's a true point guard. You haven't seen it. it. He's a, he's a better score at like a Rondo. He's like a, in that Rondo. Rondo, He's a a true point guard. It establishes Marcus smart as his fucking role. You come in and you play defense and you're our energy off the bench. 
That's I think his it, best. Marcus Smart could be a great six man. I think. Yes. Well, they probably, another run probably. Six nothing Astro. See uh, quickly. Uh, I may stated this when he came in. Quit the bitching. No more bitching at the refs. I want to see. I that. like it. I want no. Tonight's the real test. Let's see if Tatum fucking abides by this, and if he tells these guys to shut the fuck up and play basketball. I would love to see that tonight. Well, he benched Grant Williams in the last preseason game for it. That's preseason. This is the real well, it's, thing. It's, it's, oh, it's I Jeff. understand. I'm just yeah, saying. No, no, I'm no, just no, saying. No, no, there's there's no, been no, a couple key How infuriated were we last year with Tatum every fucking drive? That's, that's the, at, what the fuck? Where's the call? Please, God, just fucking play basketball. Go that's the, the message back. that needs to be sent, and it needs yes. to be sent in the first fucking quarter. If Tatum's bitching every time he drives to the hoop and doesn't get a ass. call, sit his ass down and show, your, and show you're the man, not Brad Stevens that let this shit happen. There's a changing in the guard. We all fucking wanted this. And this guy needs to come in and show that he's the fucking guy for the job and send a message right away. He did it with Smart. Now you do it with Tatum. Or Grant Williams did it with him, betching him. But it's not a guy like Tatum. Grant Williams is a guy that barely fucking plays. And let's be real, shouldn't be in the rotation at all. I know, we'll but see, I'm just we'll saying. See. I will say this about Grant Williams. I liked Grant Williams until last year. He I know you did. I, he he sucks last year. But I liked him before then. I thought he was a solid contributor. Uh, let's see if he can prove me right. He has right. the body of Ray if Ray was as tall. <laughs> Congratulations, Ray. Uh, all right, Thank boys, you. let's finish up hey, with a little you, Patriots. Thanks, Belichick. Thanks for You're sucking, back. man. We got to finish shows with the Patriots now. Unbelievable. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't get that, Bill. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Patriots, Jets. Let's be honest. If they lose this game, I don't know. What do, what do we do? Throw out we, our Patriots are we surprised? game? We quit? Would, you be su- would you be surprised if they lost this game? Yes. Hmm. Yeah, no, I'll be, no, I'll, I'll be surprised, I'll be surprised. If they lose to the Jets. 16 players out are limited in practice, including four defensive starters, Hightower and Gacho both missed. Jalen Mills is still banged up. Brandon Bolden was out. Uh, the, the team, they're walking wounded right now. Your offensive line's a fucking joke. You're better team on paper, but I, I just don't see it. Zach Wilson's playing better. I thought he looked good, you know, against Tennessee. He came back, got a win there. I mean, he kind of went on a bye. You haven't seen him in two weeks, but that's still... I, I still think you should. I think that's the spread. You guys five are lying and to yourself. If they lose to the Jets, you will be surprised and pissed. I'll yeah. be pissed. I probably I'll boycott them for a few weeks. They will. I don't think they'll lose to the Jets. I, th- I think they can come back. Look, they're out of the they've they've shot themselves in the foot and they're out of the playoffs. But it's not because they lost to Dallas and the Bucks, who are two of the best teams in the NFL. It's because they lost to Dolphins and the Saints. We're two of the worst teams in the NFL. It you know closer to the not beginning the, not of the, the Saints, season. but yeah, I mean that that's the Saints a game are mediocre won. at best, uh, you know, and and they just didn't come to play that game. And the Dolphins they fumbled it away, and it, you know, and they're a couple games out. The Jets are are a two in sixteen, two and damn it, what's that math? What I mean, two and fifteen. Two. The Jets are a two and fifteen organization right now. The Patriots are a five hundred ball club. They should I, win this game. They will win this game. My head was in your mind when you made that <laughs> number of predictions. Your head was in my mind. <laughs> my face was in my your, head's in your, your fucking mind now, isn't it? Yes. Tuesday night at Irene's house. <laughs> um, what did I write here? Sorry. Okay, I started looking ahead uh, because I think they're gonna win. I think they're gonna win. I think they're gonna be three and four. And what does that mean moving forward? Let's take this at a five game clip. Normally you do four, but I did five because the fifth game on the schedule for the Patriots is the Falcons, which I'm going to take a win, which makes this all look better. So I went the next five games out and and that's five games before you see the bills. And the only reason I put this up here is because the bills and McDermott and Josh Allen stupidly 
lost that Monday night football game going for it. Why don't you play for a tie? I don't understand why I don't. Oh, you know why? Never mind. I take it back because they couldn't stop fucking Derrick Henry. That's why they're trying to win the game. Derrick Henry ran all over him. That 76 yard touchdown run after they contained him pretty much in the first quarter. Say, so, uh, dude, was now, I had to watch that three he, times. I, I thought that he, it wasn't he even like he runs it, slow. Doesn't dude, even like it really like runs real slow, but he's like fast. Cause he's like, I no, never, I thought it was I, crazy. I thought, it was, I thought someone sped up the replay when he broke to the second level and split the safeties in the, in the D backs. I thought someone put it on fast forward. He turned on the jets that quick. Like how it wasn't even like in an impressive run. He broke one tackle and it was like straight sprint. No, get him. He leads the league in rushing. He has 10 touchdowns in fucking six games. He has more rushing yards after contact than the, the number two running back in the standings, which I think is Ezekiel Elliott or Nick Chubb was number two. More rushing yards after contact. The guy, that's why Buffalo went for it. Do you agree with the call to go for it? No, I would have I would have went for overtime and, and hope you get the ball back. You just put up 34. You would have put up 34. You would have put up 30. You had at that point, you kicked the field goal to tie the game. You're 34 points on Tennessee. Hope you get the ball back. Um, Allen had 335 yards. He was moving the ball all game. You know what I mean? So it's like, take your chances with get with your offense. You still had a decent defense and just take your chances and make, make Ryan Tannehill beat you. Do everything yeah. you can to stalk Derrick Henry. That was just a stupid. That I was. Kicked, a, uh, sorry to interrupt you, Bill. I kicked the field goal there because even if you get in the fourth down, you're still going to score to win the game. And that's your objective is, is to go for it. So you have a chance to win the game. Well, you still get a score to win the game. And you haven't done that in three uh, in three chances at that same position on the field. So what your mindset there is only, well, we don't want to give the ball back to Tennessee if we go to overtime. If that's the only thing you're not playing for, like, you know what I'm saying? If, if that's you coaching were, scared, that's something teams do against the Patriots. They're, they're coaching scared. Used to get the used points. to not now get <laughs> yeah. the points, get the points. Anyway, either way, the execution was shit. Josh Allen went backwards to go forward. Bad, bad uh, quarterback sneak there. That's a long way of saying there's still only two games up in the standings on the Patriots and they play each other in five weeks. And this is what that's going to look like. The Patriots have the Jets. Chargers, Panthers, Browns, and Falcons. Yes or no, they'll be three and two in that run. Yes. No. I think that yes, because Cleveland Bay five and oh, Ray. Well done, Richard. You know me well, baby. You can potentially go forward one, and that's putting a lot of faith in. I think you're beating the Jets, losing to the Chargers, because I think they're they're disgusting. And if Dallas walked up and down the field, Justin Herbert's gonna do the exact same. You're beating Atlanta. Carolina right now has come back to earth, but getting Stefan Gilmore back potentially next week is big. I still think you could beat beat them just because I don't trust Sam Darnold against a Belichick because he sees ghosts. And then again, the Cleveland, that whole team is hurt. Chubbs out, hunts out. That's a winnable game. If you if they play up to their expectations, because we all agree they're better than they should be, you're two or three plays away. You want to throw moral victories out, Ray, which you've done a couple times, Tampa and Dallas. You're you're two three plays legitimately away from being, you know, what are they? Yeah, uh, four, I get it. Four I get and it. Two. So this is a these. If you play up to expectations, you it's a very real possibility. You're go. You could go four and one in that stretch. I think the Chargers are the only team that you're going to have a problem really beating, and because only because I don't think they can stop Justin Herbert. Okay, now let me ask you this, Raymond. Here's the Bills' next five opponents: 
And, and before I do this, let me set this up. Last show, we said the Patriots were dead. They won't make the playoffs because the wild card is unattainable. You got to pass four teams. And we said that was probably not passable, probably not going to happen. At best, this team's the Patriots are a nine, 10 win team, and you're going to need 11 to pass the, the teams ahead of you. The only reason we're talking about this is because you have two games left against the Bills. Maybe you can catch them in division uh, as opposed to the wild card. However, listen to these next five fucking games for the Bills. Dolphins win. win. Jags win. win. Jets win. win. Colts win. Saints win. So the Saints, maybe you give the maybe you give the Saints. Colts, Colts up. Are they playing in New Orleans or are they playing uh, in Buffalo? The week is Raymond. Just fucking look it up. Bill's schedule. schedule. No, um, I, so, I think they can lose to the Colts, but I mean, you're looking at four and one, five and zero. Oh. Well, if that's the case, if both Pats and Bills go four and one, then you're going into that first matchup with them down to Buffalo. Win, win. Okay, <laughs> where's the Colts go, game? Let's go Colts. That's oh, that's what I was saying. Uh, what right. game were you asking for? New Orleans. Oh, New Orleans. I'm sorry, that was the Colts game. Uh, give me a second. Keep going. It's the next game. You can't just scroll down. Doesn't work. <laughs> this is what we do with your mother on grooming day. Look, look, look. look. We're scrolling. We're scrolling. We got to. It's right. in New Orleans. Look. It's in New Orleans on Thursday. Flicking her inverted it's clip. Thursday night football, though. That's a short week. Let's go, Saints. Anything can happen Thursday night. Let's call them both four and one to be optimistic. You go into the first matchup against the Bills, down two games. Uh, one more look up, right? Is the first matchup in Buffalo or in New England? Like Bills, Bills, it's in, it's in Buffalo because you have, you have a late. Monday night football. Uh, yeah, you have a late uh, right, home well, that game. That fucks up my agenda. So let's At forget we said that. Fifteen. <clears throat> Monday night football. Wait, what? Yeah. Let's let's say they're both going in there. Uh, Patriots are down. Uh, they're two games back, oh, no. and they can sneak out a win. You're an idiot. Yeah, you're an idiot, Ray. Uh, they sneak out a win. That's great. It doesn't. You know, our now we're looking at. You know, now we're looking at a whole different. Uh, a whole different season. Yeah. Fuck yeah. If you can sneak out a win, if you can split the series with Buffalo, you have a chance for the division still. I think four and one's a real possibility, but I think three and two, honestly, for the Patriots in that stretch. And think Buffalo, about it. We played, Buffalo, we played. I see going five and oh, and I picked them. I think we did our win loss. We had them at 11 and five or whatever. I picked them to lose to Buffalo twice. I don't think you're going to match up. And if you get a, a Josh Allen offense that's kind of rolling, I mean, again, they put up 31 points against Tennessee last week. They put up a lot of fucking points. You couldn't stop Dallas. I think that offense is just as good as Dallas is and the way Josh Allen has been playing. I just don't think you're going to beat Buffalo. I just don't think the division is in reach. I just think you got to hope you can get a wild card. I don't think you're going to catch Buffalo. Maybe that's me. Maybe that's me overvaluing how good I think Buffalo is. But again, Josh Allen still one, two, three for MVP votes now. Maybe no, you're not. They're very good, and the Patriots are not very good. I'm quickly, just, quickly, I'm just quickly, trying to shed. Hold on, Ray. I'll let you go in a second. I'm just trying to shed a little bit of hope on this season for you, Ray. You Homer. I'm trying to shed a little bit of hope on this. They go four and one. You maintain the two game. You're down two games to the Bills. There's uh, you you've opened up some possibilities to get to the playoffs. Is all I'm trying to say. We almost split it last year with Cam Newton. If you would have held on to the ball, we would have beat Buffalo last year. And that was with Josh Allen having an MVP type season. So you have a, a Mac Jones who has more confidence going into week 13. Yeah, I definitely think we could beat Buffalo in Buffalo. Actually, the Bills are better this year, though. Bills I think so, too. Their I think we're better. better. Do, you think we're be- is, is, Do you think we're better with Mac Jones or Cam Newton last year? We're better. Patriots are better. I still don't think Mac Jones wins that game last year. 
Um, it's a different team. It's a different, it's also a different conversation. Let's do this real quick. One more time. Uh, we've done this in uh, multiple periods throughout this uh, season, but it's good to refresh. And what I want to do is go through the rest of the Patriot season and give you, give a win loss and see where we end up. Okay. Off the top of your head. Don't think about it. Here we go. Jets. When? Are you marking this down? No, I'm trying to find a pencil. I'm sorry. Every show, you know, you got to do it. Go ahead. Jets. <laughs> Win. Win. Chargers. Loss. What do you say, Rich? You're designing folks. Loss. Okay. Panthers. Win. 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 Browns. Win. I'm going win. I'm going to go win, too. I don't believe in the Browns. Well, and they're banged up and the Patriots at home, even though you're 0-4 at home. It's a month now, though. They might get healthy in a month. Uh, Baker's going to torn labor. Win. That should be a win. I believe it's on the road, too, but I still think that should be a win. Win. Titans. Loss. You can't Loss. stop Derrick Henry. He's going to have 300 yards at halftime. 400. <laughs> oh, my God. He's so good. Bills. Loss. Win. Loss. All right. Colts. Win. This is I in mean, Indy. I think you're beating the Colts. Okay, win. Uh, Bills. Loss. Win. win. Loss. All right. Jags. Win. Win. Loss. No. Urban <laughs> <laughs> Meyer will be fired by then. Uh, finish the season with the Dolphins. Win. Yeah, I'll go win. I think is Deshaun Watson playing? Ooh, fuck, I forgot about that. No, no he, he won't be. He'll he, be he raped too many girls. Missions list. I'll go win. How many do we get? Seven. Seven wins, four losses. All right, so you're nine and eight team. You're not making the playoffs. Nope. And I, I think that I think that's a real possibility. You know, you're I think probably we've... honestly you're probably closer to uh, eight and nine team um, than a nine and eight team because I think between the Panthers and Browns, you're going to lose one of those games. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And both, then... I think you're going to lose one of them and i think you're gonna beat atlanta too but if that offense gets high you can't stop calvin ridley and um who's that fucking tight end they just drafted i mean he's uh, kyle, uh, pitts. kyle kyle pitts he they, i mean they're playing good and, and matt ryan's still matt ryan okay so all that being said that's just this year uh let us try and end on a positive note if we can i don't know what your answer to this is going to be are they building to something so obviously mac jones is a solid building block say what you want about him people want to put um you know, they want to put comparisons on everybody. And Drew Brees has been the one that's been popping up that I'm not saying he's a Hall of Fame quarterback. But if you put Drew Brees in another, if he stayed in San Diego, Drew Brees is not Drew Brees. He's not with Peyton, um, Sean Payton. Or if he went to Miami. Or if Think he went to that. Miami, right? Nick Saban so, said no. <laughs> he's probably good. He probably makes some pro balls. He probably makes some playoff runs because he's that good. But he's not that special. Sean Payton had a lot to do with that. Is that the type of player that we can be okay with Mac Jones being? I don't need an answer to that. I'm just saying that he's a good building block and we can shoot and Patriots can shoot for that. What else is going on with this team? Are they building towards something? They got some good talent. I think they have good talent. I think they have a couple good young players, specifically on defense. But is the coaching staff in it? Is the nepotism too much? Is the raping of this coaching staff of the past, call it 10 years, uh, run its course? And the retreads of McDaniels and Patricia's and Belichick's and Mayo's even, is it just too much? Has the whole thing just run its course? Or do you think they're building towards something that can be considered competitive in the next, call it three to five years, which is probably all Belichick has left? Yeah, they're building for something. But, I mean, spending a quarter of a billion dollars, I mean, you're going to be in cap jail pretty soon too. So I don't know what the end game is. I like what Mac Jones did, drafting Mac Jones. He is the future, but – in the next three to five years, what kind of money are you going to have and what kind of players are you going to be able to go get to help support Mac Jones? I don't think you're – I don't 
last year, it seems like you were trying to build something, but again, you look at a lot of those contracts are two, three year deals, you know, you, so, I mean, in there, it's all money up front. So you can kind of get out of those deals early. And it just seems like you spend money on the wrong guys. You, you know, you're trying to, a lot of those signings, honestly, outside of John Smith, uh, not John Smith, but uh, Matt, you I think that was obviously clearly the best signing is six and a half sacks. Chase Winovitz led the team last year with five and a half and it's six games right now. So I just think that's a nice piece, but the tight ends were short terms. You know, I mean, even John Smith of four years, but it really looks like a two year deal. Aguilar born, all these guys, it just seems like they were more of a fix a shitty team that you had last year. I think they were just short, short, you know, fixes. You're building a little bit in the draft. So I guess you can lean towards your building something through the draft, but not so much in my opinion, in free agency. It's a quick thing real. And you're also good. Used to be a destination when Brady was here. If you keep having losing seasons, if we go eight and nine last year, we weren't a winning team. No one's going to want to come here. This isn't going to be a destination. You're going to be going through the Walmart uh, bargain bin DVD rack to see what the fuck you can get for Mac Jones. And that's not going to be something that's going to help him, obviously. Yeah. And you want to talk about purging the coaches, Cole Popovich, another offensive line coach that kind of succeeded. Skarnakia just quit the team because of the vaccination. And then um, Irvin Fears is out after this year. I believe this is probably going to be his last year. Ivan, when is Irvin? God, I always do that. Ivan Fears. I mean, he, it looks like he's gone too. That's another guy that's been there for a long fucking time. He's coached these running backs for a long time. He's out. Uh, I mean, at what point, you know, you could only handle so much of purging. Bill can only do so much. And like the thing with Bill is he likes to bring all these young guys up that are attached to somewhere, the McDaniels, the Patricia's, Brian Flores is the world, Eric Mangini's all these young coaching assistants that work their way up. At, at what point in time is that too much for him and too much to, for him to handle and in, in too many spread around the coaching staff? At some point, you might want to think about bringing in some um, outside players. I mean, uh, not outside coaches. You know, even Troy Brown is going to be a fucking running back coach. and He was a wide receiver and a punt returner. So it's like some of that, a lot of first-time coaches, his kids, Gerard Mayo, just inexperienced guys you're bringing to the staff and you're seeing it stupid coaching decisions, especially on defense, Dallas game, Tampa, all these names, special teams, two punt blocks this year. When the fuck does that ever happen? And that could have swung the game, which is a game that you ultimately lost against Dallas this weekend. So that, I mean, that there's a lot of factors in of what the Patriots are doing. And I don't think a lot of them are good outside of trying to build around Mac Jones. All valid points. Um, But I disagree. Thank you. They are building towards something because you're a handful of plays away from being a playoff team right now. So when I look at that and I look at the talent and I look at the coaching, which honestly is my biggest question mark for a lot of what you just said, Bill and Ray, you know, um, it's, it doesn't seem like there's a ton of depth there and the coaching um, staff. But when you look at it in the margin of error that they have to, uh, to, to squash and you, and considering all of that, you have a rookie quarterback who's not necessarily losing you games and should hypothetically only get better and reach a, a bar in the next couple of years. I think that that means you're, you're, you're building in a two to three year little uh, sample here with Belichick in this nucleus to do something. I don't know if it's a Super Bowl. I mean, we've ne- we haven't seen a Super Bowl run without uh, Brady since Parcells and Bledsoe, and before then was a long time. So it's going to be hard to tell what looks like a Super Bowl here for for a while. But I think they are building towards something. I think you're seeing incremental improvements every week, except for that Saints week. They took a step back. Every other week, they basically made incremental improvements. They're just not what we're used to seeing. I mean, let's face it. We're, it's a rebuilding process. 
Um, and we want more than that. We expect more than that. And Belichick's getting paid more than that to to not have a losing season. And they shouldn't. They, they're good enough to not have a losing season. But I think it's very, very possible next year they come in and they are leaps and bounds better than what they were this year, which was leaps and bounds and bounds and bounds better than what they were last year. So I do believe they are building towards something. Man, probably just a positive, naive uh Spoke that I'm trying to uh, compel on you because the Red Sox are losing six to nothing, and I don't want you to kill yourself. Um, so keep that in mind. <laughs> hey, Bill, Sox are losing six nothing. Kill yourself. <laughs> Hold on, let me aim the the towers in Goffstown real quick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> don't worry, Ray. The Celtics start in ten minutes. Uh, this has been the Simmons Sports Show. Friday headlines, October twenty second. Bruins see too on Sunday. For social hour. For when I remind, I just put a reminder on my phone. Thank you. Uh, and uh, go bees. Go bees. Go seas. This this might be a three monitor night down here. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I got in laws and my mother and everybody coming. I got a full house of olds tomorrow <laughs> through the weekend i'm gonna just have to start getting loose and stay loose for the rest just of make sure there's no milk in the house yeah i gotta go i gotta go out i gotta hit the store yeah yeah drain your cabinets mm-hmm. oh right. baby's out of food gotta go okay. Wait. oh yeah titties <laughs> <laughs>